The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I have a wonderful associate director here in Cleveland, Rabbi Dovi Jacobi, the associate director of Partners in Torah of Cleveland. And he told me a beautiful story from his previous job as the Portland NCSY director. He ran a bus for many years for the NCSY summer program TJJ, the Jerusalem Journey, a wonderful program, wonderful trip to Israel for public school children. In one year on that trip, he had 42 public school kids. They were in the city of Hebron. They had just finished going to the museum of the Hebron massacre, which is a completely emotional experience. And they're on their way to the Maris Machpelah, to the cave of the patriarchs. And they had a wonderful Israeli tour guide with them, as all trips to Israel have. And we know, I, I mean, I love Israeli tour guides. I would love to be one myself, actually, because as, as many of you know, I love Jewish history, and I love every aspect of Jewish history. And these tour guides are wealth, are, are wellsprings of knowledge. I mean, they can tell you 10,000 things about every single rock that you passed in Eretz Israel. Oh, you see this rock over here? Yecheskel Navi was at this rock. And they'll tell you 10 stories about Yecheskel Navi at that rock. And that's great for history guys like me. But as I'm sure you can imagine, for public school NCSY children, it's not always the best recipe for success. So as they're walking to the Mars Machpela and the tour guide is giving off his wellspring of knowledge to the kids, the kids are just tuned out. The kids are zoned out and are not into the situation. Rabbi Jacoby says, we have an amazing opportunity in front of us. I want to make sure we don't miss it. And he goes over to the tour guide and he says, he says thank you, Yashikach, you're doing a great job, but let, let me take it over from here. And as they're climbing the steps to Maris Machpelah, Rabbi Jacoby gets all the 42 children together, and he says, we're about to enter the cave of our patriarchs. This is the place where Adam and Eve are buried, where Avram and Sarah are buried, where Isaac and Rebekah are buried, where Leah and, and Jacob are buried. This is the cave of our patriarchs. This is the source of us as Jews right here in this building. When we go in there, Everyone take an opportunity and daven. Don't necessarily get caught up in Shachris Min Chamarev or Saint Tehillim. Go into the cave of the patriarchs. Pick whichever room you're going to sit into, whether it's Avram's room or Yitzchak's, Yitzchak's room or Yaakov's room, whatever room you're going to sit in. Sit down and ask the Rabbana Shalom for something. Ask God for something that you know He wants you to have. Take the opportunity to connect and ask for that thing that you know HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to have. You know He wants you to have good health. You know that He wants you to do good things. Ask for something that you know He'll want to say yes to you for. And all those 42 kids go in, and they go to different parts of the Maris Machpelah. And Rabbi Jacobi goes on to Davin Mincha and one of the Minyanim at Maris Machpelah. Fifteen minutes later or so, he comes out. And he starts to walk into the different rooms of Maris Machpela, and he sees in all the different rooms there's these small groups of kids from his from his trip who are sitting there and davening, pouring their hearts out. Many of the kids are crying, asking Hakadosh Baruch Hu for things that they know Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants to give them, and taking it tremendously seriously, more seriously than he took his own words. And he, he's, he's, he's in awe of it. He walks to different rooms. In every room, it's the same thing. It's these 42 public school NCSY kids sitting there at Mars, at Mars Machpelah asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for something that they know He wants to grant them. 
And it's an amazing experience. It's a powerful experience. And they end up having to spend 45 extra minutes at Maris Machpelah than they originally planned to spend there. Finally, all the group is coming together. The kids are starting to make their way down the steps, past the security checkpoint, out of the cave of the patriarchs, out of Maris Machpelah. All of a sudden, one of the children gets a phone call. The child answers has a quick conversation, and the kid is ghost white. The child is freaking out. Rabbi Jacobi says, well, what happened? And he said, you'll never believe what just happened. The kid was a boy, public school, NCSYR, Sephardi background, somewhat traditional. He had the custom already of putting on tefillin every single day. The day that he left for the TJJ trip, he had already packed his tefillin in his suitcase, and he asked his father if he could borrow his tefillin to put on that morning before going on the plane. The boy puts on the tefillin, takes them off, puts them on the counter in the kitchen, and goes on to catch the plane to go to Eretz Yisrael. When the child lands in Eretz Yisrael, the father calls frantically on his cell phone and says, Where did you leave my tefillin? The son says, Dad, I, I borrowed your tefillin. I put them afterwards on the kitchen counter. I'm sure they're right there. The father says, I can't find my tefillin anywhere. And for the next several days, the whole family is upset at this boy. They think that he must have brought the father's tefillin with them. He thinks that they think he must have lost the tefillin. They don't know what happened to the father's tefillin. When that boy was sitting in Mars Mechpelah, the one thing that he asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu for, that he knew HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to grant, was that his father should find his tefillin. Literally, as they're walking down the steps out of the Maris Machpelah, the phone rings. It's his father. He says, son, I'm so sorry I blamed you for losing my tefillin. I found the tefillin. The housekeeper had taken them, didn't know what they were, stuck them in some cabin in the kitchen, and they weren't able to find them the next week until that day where the son was in Maris Machpelah and asked the Kodesh Baruch Hu for help for the father to find his tefillin. And sure enough, at that moment, right away, the father found his tefillin. That's called not missing an opportunity. That's called seeing an opportunity in front of us, seizing it, and making something out of it.